0: What's going on Spitfires? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. It has been a a bit since I've recorded uh, the last episode. This is episode 100. And I want to tell you the reason that I have waited to release it is because I got into my perfectionism. I was waiting for the perfect topic, the perfect time, the perfect energy, the perfect moon, the perfect alignment. And guess what happened? It never happened. It never appeared, and I was fooling myself. And this is me acknowledging that there is no perfect time. Even though it's episode 100, there is no perfect episode, but it is a done episode. There will now be a hundredth episode, which means we are in the triple digits of the Spitfire podcast. I started this back in November of 2017 uh, and pushed out episode after episode and, and basically was like forcing myself to do it most times. And I have changed the meaning of the podcast, I've changed formats, we've done interview, we've done long format, we've done short format, and basically, I want to just make this an expression of the sessions that I've done with clients, the lessons that are learned, the things that I'm learning in the process of being a coach, of being a human being, of being a business owner. This is the opportunity to have a conversation with myself, to have a conversation with you, to plant some seeds for us to think beyond the status quo in that safe zone, and to share those lessons learned so that you know we're all going to feel those icky things from time to time, but. This will be an outlet and a resource for you as you're working through them. And I realized in this last week, uh, I kind of hit a rough patch, if you will. I I was tired. I had been traveling. I was not processing things. I was very much in my head. And what undoubtedly happens when I'm in my head is I start to bottle up until I then explode. And the people that are closest to me are usually in the no-fly zone and get hit with the debris. It is not pretty. Uh, I am... Thankfully, through it, and have uh, hopefully cleaned up those messes uh, as as I do whatever I need to do. I don't even know if the messes are cleaned up, but I'm owning it at this point, uh, it was not my proudest moment. Uh, I did not say the nicest things, but in the process of every time I hit these patches, I always end up learning a ton about myself, and I have been seeing my acupuncturist. She is amazing in D.C. If you need a recommendation, please message me. Um, we talked about the the layers uh, in the cycle of, of you as a person, and and she actually didn't realize that she made this connection, but she said, you know, you're like an onion. And I said, am I, is it the Lemonion onion? And she's like, yes, this is the Lemonion onion. And she drew a circle on a piece of paper. And she basically drew a wedge in a portion of the onion. And she said, you know, you have done work on yourself in, in the, the process of becoming a coach, of going through a divorce, of relaunching a business and myself and getting my name back and all these things, I've gone through what could have been blemishes, what could have been uh, painful things, and they were painful. Um, but I've gone through the process of getting to a deeper layer of myself, and so what seemed like it was a long point to long point, a longer extended learning period, discomfort period. Once I got to a deeper deeper layer the time that I spent inside of that discomfort was shorter, but it was more intense. And so the cycle of learning has been going on, and it does get deeper and deeper. And and I said to her, you know, it's interesting, I feel like these used to happen more frequently. These moments of discomfort, of self-doubt, of frustration, of like, WTF am I doing with myself, Uh, were much more frequent when I was in this process four years ago five years ago of learning about myself of uncovering my purpose and vision and all that stuff and now that I'm I'm here I'm not through it but what I'm learning is these these things these blockers that I'm experiencing are very deep into the core these are things that are you know on a very I don't even know if they're subconscious, but they're, they're very much in the storyline of the fears and the gremlins and all these things that as coaches we dive into um, with our clients. And what I realized is that I have not been doing a good job of really taking care of myself in the process of being a coach. Um, I have been kind of dealing with surface cleaning. So meaning I'm taking care of The nuts and bolts, the administrative things, but I'm not necessarily cleaning out the residual emotional baggage from each session, Um, and I end up becoming very, I'll say, protective of the people that I encounter when I'm not coaching, uh, because I am almost primed and sensitive to the people that I meet. And I was reminded of this topic uh, right before I went into my acupuncturist as I went and got my hair cut, and I looked up after having my eyes closed you know they have you like dip your head forward and all that stuff and I looked up and there was a woman that was cleaning the floor she was sweeping the hair away into the little vacuum area and I realized like well there's like hundreds of little hairs everywhere this was just a surface clean and then I turned to the corner of the room and I realized that there was a buildup of hair and grime and dirt and things that have just been forgotten and I, and I realized, well, the space is now tainted in my eyes. The space doesn't feel clean. Even though you're sweeping this, I'm not paying attention to the corners. And so now I'm paying attention to the corners of my own brain, of my own kind of psyche, of the things that I have tucked away that I haven't been acknowledging that are now bringing my attention to it. Those things that I've been ignoring um, about myself, about my interactions, about my quick temper sometimes my quick judgment sometimes um, my immediate reaction to ice people out if they don't work and I'm not proud of these things but this has been my protection mechanism you know as soon as something doesn't feel good or right I immediately extract it from my life whether it's a person a situation if it doesn't feel good I'm done with it and some people applaud me as having you know really clear boundaries and being really selective in who I let in But then there's also a backlash of that of, I am not always the most open person um, to allow new people to come in. Or if someone rubs me the wrong way, I'm not necessarily going to be that person that leaves the door open for them to come in. And basically, if you burn me once, the chance and the likelihood of you coming back in is very slim. And I don't necessarily know where I sit with that. I don't know where I stand. But I know that Like anything, if it's extreme in one way or the other, it doesn't serve me. And if I feel like it's a knee-jerk reaction, then I'm not really in control of it. So like I say to my clients, I probably need to listen to my own stuff and imagine that it's on a dial of maybe this doesn't need to be you know, all hands on deck, emergency alert every time somebody burns me or I perceive it as a burn. And maybe this doesn't mean that the gate is open to everyone. So, this is something that I'm learning in the process, and I think that if if I can pass on any any knowledge to you, it's to, to think about things not in absolutes, but on a dial, on a spectrum, that you have your hand on the dial. You are in control of this, and anytime you feel like you're not in control of it, like you feel like it's an out-of-body experience, or you're on autopilot, or... You know there's something in you that's taking over this is where really using someone else whether it's a therapist a coach a friend uh, a journal even to help you process through it is going to give you some perspective it's going to give you some objectivity and whenever we are in it when we're in the weeds it is all-encompassing it takes over our life we have no perspective we have nothing to compare it to so it looks like the truth but we know that when we've given it time and space, when we can step away from it, when we can look at it with different lens, with a different lens, with a different, different knowledge base, when we have more facts, we see it differently. We can start to see things shape as maybe this isn't the end-all be-all. Maybe there is a different interpretation. And that's all I'm going to put out there is everyone is doing the best they can with what they have and not everyone is going to be for you. But just because they're not for you does not necessarily mean that they're there to blow your world up. They're not there to destroy you because they are in self-preservation mode just as we are. Everyone is out there bumping around, trying not to get caught, trying not to get found out, and so if we can all own a little piece of ourselves as being flawed, as not being perfect, and offer a little compassion for ourselves in this process, we can then extend the same to the people that we encounter because everyone has their own story, has their own pain, has their own trauma and we're all working through it at our own pace, and we're all exactly where we need to be. And I think this is exactly where I need to be in order to wrap this up. The first podcast of 2020, episode 100, I've made it through, and I think it was pretty near perfect. And it can be imperfectly perfect, just as all of us are. So I will leave you with this, keep being awesome, share your awesomeness, support the awesomeness, even if it looks like it's imperfect. Until next time, you guys keep being awesome, share your awesomeness, and if you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and do it. Hit me up on spitfirepodcast.com, Apple, iTunes, whatever it's called now, who knows, Spotify, all that jazz, spread the word. And until next time, I'll see you later.